had to get the application in the mail, I realized that this was really bothering me. So I sat down and I wrote another essay, and this one I remember. It was about a life-changing experience I had as a junior in high school when I was selected to participate in this week-long creative writing program. And in that essay, I wrote about how the week spent living in the barracks of a former military base on one of the San Juan Islands was the first time I really felt like a writer. And the first time I thought that this was something I could maybe do, maybe even for a career. And I remember I talked about the other angst-ridden teenagers who were there with me. I think there were like 15 of us total. And I talked about how different we all were and how much I really liked that because at the time I felt like everyone at my high school was so much the same. So I wrote a draft that night, I went to sleep, and the next day got up early, proofed it, and then I rolled one of the last copied sheets of that essay page into the typewriter. This tells you how old I am, typewriter, not computer, and I typed it up. Then, very carefully, I taped it over the original essay and I attached a note. And in that note, I explained what had happened, that I had had my essay done for a long time, but I just didn't really think it was me. So I had written another one that I liked better, and I hoped that it was okay that I was taping this sheet over the one below it. And of course, I was really careful to tape all around the edges because I didn't want them to think that I was trying to sneak two essays in for the price of one. And I wouldn't be telling this story, of course, uh, if it wasn't true that I got in. Now, I don't know how much the essay mattered, and I don't know if the admissions officer thought I was trying to pull a fast one or if he or she read both essays, but I am sure of one thing, and that is that the second essay I wrote and the one I wanted them to see was more engaging and more interesting than my first boringly perfect and perfectly boring attempt. If you are taking this course, then you are someone who cares about good writing both how to appreciate it and how to produce it. Over the next 24 lectures, we'll explore several different strategies that will help you learn to read and think critically by examining important works from several major genres of writing. And we'll also give you the tools to learn to use the reading methods and critical thinking skills developed by studying these genres in order to be able to write more effectively for any occasion, any situation, any goal that you might have. I say this a lot to my students. Great writers are always great readers. So in this course, we're gonna spend a lot of time learning how to be active, engaged readers. And you're gonna find out that this will help you to become an effective and persuasive writer. In this first lecture, we'll examine the layout and basic premises of the course, but let's jump right in and take an example of a piece of writing and consider how or why it doesn't really work. Now, this is something that's gonna happen a lot during this course, my reading a quote and asking you to think about it. So I want you to start practicing what I call active listening skills right away. Really pay close attention to language, to the word choice, the tone of the piece, and try to determine what you find interesting or awkward from the very first words I read. 
So here's the first passage of writing I want you to consider. They had but one last remaining night together, so they embraced each other as tightly as that two-flavor entwined string cheese that is orange and yellowish-white, the orange probably being a bland cheddar, and the white mozzarella, although it could possibly be provolone or just plain American, as it really doesn't taste distinctly dissimilar from the orange, yet they would have you believe it does by coloring it differently. Okay, so on hearing this, what are your first impressions? Well, I hope that your first reaction is something like, that is terrible writing, or that's ridiculous, or even that is really funny. Because this is deliberately bad writing, it's the 2003 winning entry from the annual Bulwer-Lytton Bad Writing Contest. Now, this is a contest, it's one that I particularly...